Uh, hey guys, we have a lot to talk about with this week's game, and it's a game that like I feel really strongly about. I know it's a little bit of a format break, but do you mind if we just like get right into it? Sure. Yeah, of course. Okay, great. Uh, so Hentai Survivors is a roguelike bullet hell game with sexy hentai action. I was developed by Octo Games and released on October 1st uh, of 2022. Now you wait. control a chibi version of your selectable hentai heroine in top-down wait. action combat. As you progress through the game, wait. you unlock their Nick. sexy scenes. Wait, Rick, now each Nick. Yeah, what yeah, what's up? Uh that's that's not the that's not the game that we played. We're covering the, the survivors, the big survivors game everyone's talking about, right? Yeah, that's not that isn't the game that isn't the big survivors game everybody's talking no. about. You are you kidding me? You no. spent a whole month playing hentai survivors. Hentai survivors. We have playing... two hundred hours in hentai survivors. Two hundred my... hours. I was doing my prep. I was doing my homework. Two hundred. That's fifty hours a week. You were playing hentai yeah. survivors. It was like a it was like a more than full time job. No, we we played Vampire Survivors. What's that? What's it's a that? What what? You've talked about Vampire Survivors on the show months ago about how you played music from you demoed the game to us. That was a, that was a verbal typo. I meant Hentai Survivors. When what? Is- what? I misspoke. I meant hentai survivors when I said vampires. Sometimes, no, I've been around Nick enough. Sometimes when he means vampire, he says hentai. And sometimes when he says hentai, he means vampire. So you'd have to, it's like a verbal tick kind of. You don't really yeah. know sometimes what he's talking about. But it's also possible, Nick. Because mm-hmm. this was your idea. Yeah. Because I'm just going to peel back the curtain real quick. We had a different idea. Mm-hmm. For the um, for the we play, the we you, play, play. you play, yeah. and then you said we should do vampire survi- survivors instead. Yeah, I was thrilled you guys said yes because I was already playing it. So did you mean hentai survivors the whole time? And me- Heather and I messed up. I mean, yeah, there was some miscommunication, but yeah. Now, each girl has three interactive hentai scenes, oh, but no. here's the catch. They're just parts one, two, and three of the same scene, which I no. will say is a little disappointing when you spend the time to unlock it, and you're just like, wait, <laughs> I already saw this scene. It's just continuing on. Uh, but let's... <laughs> we be the bullet hell and evolve our garlic in the indie roguelike auto battler everyone's obsessed with as we play you play Vampire Survivors this week on Get Played. to Get Played, your one-stop show for good games, bad games, and every game in between. It's time to Get Played! I'm your host, Heather Ann Campbell, along with my fellow host, Nick Weiger. Hi, I'm Nick Weiger, and I'm here with our third host, Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. 
And I just realized I've, I I dropped the whole like, welcome to October. Oh, I forgot. Well, yeah. That's all right. You know what? Well, that really. This, is, that, this isn't a spooky game. Yeah. So it's okay to not it's have a, a spooky, spooky week. It's, it's a little spooky. No, it's not. I get pretty scared. You're a fucking maniac. Uh, it's a, it, it's a, I think, it, I think that that's fine because I think the voice was worked for those first three episodes of October yeah. where we're yeah. subjecting ourselves to specific games. But last week we were talking about Silent Hill movie. This week we're talking Vampire Survivors, which is an absolute delight for Halloween. Happy Halloween, everyone. Happy yeah. Halloween. The rest of the top half of the month, all tricks. But this one, yes. well, this is a treat. This is a regular old treat. Uh, we should mention Matt is recording this episode for some reason in Guy Fieri cosplay. Uh, for some reason, <laughs> bitch, it's Halloween. <laughs> what are you talking about? For some reason, <laughs> I have a costume contest to try to win at work. <laughs> okay, I'm in the office. All right, you guys are at home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess you didn't get the memo. It's fucking Halloween. <laughs> you ever heard of a calendar? October 31st, guess what day it is? <laughs> fucking Halloween. I'm Guy Fieri for Halloween. It's a good costume. You look. You wear it well. Thanks so much. Everyone keeps saying that I should throw this shirt into my regular rotation, which is making me mad. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things like, not a compliment, really. Yeah, like, hey, you know what? You, right. you really pull off this blue flame shirt. <laughs> Uh, we have a, a happy Halloween. We have, happy Halloween. Uh, spooky, scaries. You know, it's it's the 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 day of that. Um, but that's people are always saying spooky, scaries. It's the day of that. Spooky, and, scaries. Halloween. It's the day of that. This is okay. Look, we keep saying this. Uh huh. This is the premier video game podcast, <laughs> and, and and let me just tell you why. Why it is because. You get insights like that on this shit. Yes. Right? I got to say something real quick, too. This costume Please. is making me feel powerful in a way that I've never felt. You definitely you seem more alpha. Because also, as part of it, you are wearing sunglasses while you record. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sort of big-dogging everybody here in the office today, too. Real power move. What's up, big dog? I just snarfed a chicken quesadilla before. In true Guy Fieri fashion. Where'd you get was that it, chicken quesadilla from? Well, I don't want to like dox- a like a cool okay. whip chicken quesadilla with a it's like ah i'm i'm eating a, a this quesadilla is made between two ego waffles and i've <laughs> slathered it in cheese you got to eat it by fucking a horse while you look at a lady <laughs> it was sadly a very normal chicken quesadilla but it was very good uh, my mouth is watering happy halloween this is not Happy a food Halloween. podcast. No, it's this not. Is, we're we're talking video, video games. Game. I gave the video game podcast. five forks. <laughs> uh, we have a big video game to talk about this year. Uh, or th- this uh, year. A big video game year? that came out this year. What the fuck? Fuck, never, <laughs> both fuckers have never that. seen a calendar before. Delete that. <laughs> Get that out of the episode. I don't want to hear it when I listen back to it. We have a big episode to talk this about this week. <laughs> we have a big episode to talk about. We have a big game to talk about this episode, which comes out this week. Uh, a game I'm very excited to discuss. But before we get into that, there's other games that are in our lives. So I have to ask everyone, what are you playing? 
What the fuck is happening? Hell yeah. Um, Have you heard hey, the news? Have yeah, you Resident heard the it news? It came in hot. You, you yeah, normally ask what are you in. playing. No, I don't have any time for that shit. Do you hear the news? They replaced they, my voice oh, in the shit. Resident Evil 4 remake. Yeah, this is this is controversial because, you know, it is, a, is an iconic performance that you give in the original. Uh, obviously, it's inspired your presence on this podcast. I got three kids and an ex-wife. I got to pay the bills. I'm sorry to hear that. When you hear me say it, can you give me an honest opinion? Yeah. What are you buying? It's really good. good. It's iconic. It's really good. What are you selling? Yeah, yeah. it's great. We love it. People people clamor for it. There's I'll pay fucking... a high price for that. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Yeah. Dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is dog shit. Have I, you thought about you know maybe you do the con circuit? You can you can sign some autographs, take some pictures. Sign. I'm not allowed in buildings. Mm. In buildings, just generally. Yes. Like any structure, four yes, walls yes. and a door. Yeah, you yeah. Can't go in. I, okay. I, I got a blanket ban on buildings. Oh, I'm not allowed in anymore. Yeah, you usually are outside. Well, uh, I uh, we have to clean I, up your audio a lot in post. I had a uh, a couple of uh, indecent exposure incidents in uh, high profile locations, and and uh, you know, I, I I I got I was late to work. Mm-hmm. I I ran to location, opened up my coat to sell, and sure enough, right. I forgot to put on any clothes. And that's gonna happen when you're mostly trench coat. Yeah. 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 I, I I mean I just it's probably the 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 you probably just need more of a routine in terms of getting dressed of like hey I'll just put on underwear first as a first step regardless yeah that's a that's a tough lesson that's to a learn. solid piece of advice <laughs> you know if you're just joining the podcast you're probably lost in the maze of in jokes right now <laughs> yeah so I want to explain a couple of things one uh-huh. we have oh, a good. segment where I, we play. Uh, where we we talk about the games we're playing called What Are You Playing? And because of the similarities between it and a catchphrase from Resident Evil 4, I drop by the Resident Evil 4 merchant and I say, What are you playing? And then we answer the question. But, you know, with podcasts, this has developed into an expansive backstory and personality. So uh, now, now I'm just hanging out with my boys. We love seeing you. You're sort of like a weekend update character now. <laughs> where you just come up and talk about what's going on. Hope From Opera Man shows up. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, wish Opera Man would come on the show. It's yeah, my be so best friend. Oh. <laughs> wow. It's not bad. Small I remember world. that. I remember that show. That's fun. Yeah. Uh well, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best going forward because I know this is the only gig I can get. Yeah. I'm glad you're going to now start trying to do a good job. <laughs> hey, fuck you, buddy. Uh, Resident Evil Merchant, I'm, I, I, Paul, I'm sorry that you have to deal with this recasting. I know it's 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 tough, and I know you probably weren't fairly compensated for uh, your no. original performance, knowing how video game voice actors are treated. Uh, but I do have, in, in lighter, uh, on a lighter note, uh, before we let you go, it is Halloween. Uh, you're a, a very well-known horror character, uh, what are you planning on going on as for Halloween? Uh, well, 
have you ever heard of Popeye the Sailor Man? Yeah, of course. I'm uh, I'm gonna go as Popeye the Sailor Moon. Sort of like a mashup costume. Those are popular. Yeah, yeah. That's really yeah. good. That's yeah, actually, that actually sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. Give me an excuse That's to really wear that. That's really fucking good. <laughs> uh, it was either that or Gabraham Lincoln. Oh, uh, that That's really I, good, too. <laughs> sort of like a pride flag Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I like that mini skirt, so I'm going to get in that. Uh, so, uh, happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. What are you playing? So I am playing, as of today, because of a conversation with Apodaca, Marvel Snap. Wow. Uh, Marvel Snap uh, came out for iOS. I think it's on, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's on Android too, but it, you, you can play it on phones and tablets as of last week. And it is a card battler, deck builder, uh, with the Marvel license, obviously. It was developed by Second Dinner. Second Dinner was a studio that was co-founded by Blizzard alums Ben Brode, Yong Wu, and Hamilton Chu, who all worked on Hearthstone. Ben Brode, in fact, directed Hearthstone back in its heyday, uh, back before it became kind of the bloated pay-to-one, pay-to-win miss uh, mess it is now. I cannot form words this today. I can't form sentences and words. I can't string uh, syllables together in an order that makes sense in the English language. Are you afraid because it's Halloween? It look, it's it's a it's it's a spooky scary day as they, as we're always saying. It's the yeah. time for that. Spooky scaries, it's the time for that. People have been saying that. So yeah, maybe I got I get spooky scaries on the brain. Uh anyway, back to this game. The thing that's great about it is it, the the gameplay is just super stripped down. I, I don't know if either of you have played. I've spent a lot of time with um uh you know with these kind of of games, but I certainly put way too many hours and way too much of my hard earned money, eh, easy earned money, uh into <laughs> into Hearthstone, and that game just became so like. What's onerous about that game is that an individual match takes so fucking long. And also, it requires such a substantial investment in terms of hours put into the game, hours spent into researching the meta, and, you know, just in terms of of a dollar investment in order to have, like, a decent deck that you build. Uh, it, Marvel, Marvel Snap, by contrast, at least in its current state, the decks are very, very small. It's only 12 cards. And for a comparison, like in Hearthstone, it's 30 cards. Most of these games, it's between 30 and 60 cards. So th- there's a lot more cards that you have to deal with. Also, games are very, very short by the standards of this genre. They're only six turns long. Uh, The way it works is it's three zones on the board. You're playing Marvel characters to attempt to control two out of three zones by the end of it. And it sounds simple because it is, is, but it's one of those things where it's just mechanically very simple, but seems to have a lot of depth in terms of how you play it against a human opponent. Um, One thing that's really cool about this game is there's no mulligan and... Which is a which is an element that always sinks just like a little bit of extra time at the start of each match. And there's a great Ben Brode Twitter thread that got written up as a Kotaku article uh, explaining how they arrived there, uh, how the developers like solved that design problem of there's no mulligan, uh, but players are used to having a mulligan. And it was it's a very elegant solution they came to. So like uh, that's worth that's worth that's worth reading if you're curious about the game and you spent some time with it and want to see how it was developed. Uh, but another thing that's huge for, about this that makes it great on mobile is it plays great uh, in portrait mode. 
Like the UX is designed around portrait mode. You don't have to turn your phone sideways. And like I, 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 a lot of games, it's kind of predicated on, okay, I got to go into landscape mode. Uh, being able to play this bad boy one handed is 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 great in terms of just getting a quick match in. So Marvel Snap, recommend checking it out. A great little uh, casual game that you can play for short stretches. And I, I've had a fucking blast with it so far. Why? And I don't even like Marvel that to... much. Why would you need to play it one handed, Nick? Yeah, you know, I mean, you may be holding something with your other hand. Yeah, you might be holding something with your other hand, Nick. Well, I, I mean, like, you know. Like you're holding right now, you got a, you got a bottle of sparkling water. A you bottle of sparkling water, that wet, kind of thing. Else. Yes, like, like having a beverage or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or a yeah, corn dog. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's Everybody it. loves playing Marvel, Marvel Snap while... While holding a sparkling water. It's the only Especially one to play. Especially Nick. Yeah. Matt what, are, Matt, what are you playing? What are you playing? Sparkling water means fucking pounding off. <laughs> 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 fucking pulling blood over here. Um, the I'm premier playing... video game podcast. Go on, Matt. What are you playing? <laughs> okay, so obviously I've been playing a lot of this month's We Play, You Play, but a big game just came to Game Pass. And I've been hearing everybody talk about this game for a long time. And I've never dipped my toes into this world before. And uh, after hearing our, our pals over at Triple Click do a pretty uh, expansive episode about the, the franchise, I was like, I'm going to give this a try. So I'm yeah. playing Persona 5. What is the whole subtitle? Persona, I'm Royal, playing Persona 5. Royal. Yeah. The newest edition of it. It's on Game Pass. Yep. And I haven't gotten to like the part of the game that like where it's probably going to click for me yet i'm still pretty early on in the game but off the jump i was having i was having a pretty good time it was was a cool world uh not that this is the anime show but has a cool anime intro uh and a lot of the cutscenes are just anime basically it's just like a it's just an animated like cartoon uh Mm. so that's really fun to enjoy uh the music's really great um there's a part, I mean, I'm, I'm so early on that like, I just entered my name uh, in one of the things, and I put my full name. It makes you put, like, a full name. Yeah. And so I put my name, Matt Apodaca, in the game, and then when you select that you're done, it says, Matt Apodaca, this is my name. And I was like, wow, that's great. It doesn't say it, but, you know, like, it, that's what it, the prompt says on screen. I was like, that is my name. No lie so far. It's pretty good. They're right. Um but I, I'm excited to uh, play it a little more and, and, and get more into uh, the world of it. Because it seems like, it doesn't necessarily seem like it's like my type of game, but it seems fun. It seems cool. Like, right. I, uh, I, I'm interested to uh, getting my hands a little dirtier and, and, and playing in that a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and that's basically it. And I, 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 I started playing it on Xbox because... The cloud save is transferable, so if I wanted to play on my Steam Deck away from my TV, uh, I could do that via the cloud, which is which is pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. There's a Switch version, too. I'm not sure if there's a Switch Royal, and I'm also not sure if you can There's a Switch Royal. On. There's a Switch Royal, but I'm not yeah. sure if that there, the cloud save works with a oh, uh, cross-platform. No. I have no idea. I have no idea. idea. So. No fucking idea. None. The, the, it's available on Steam. I'm, I could buy it on the Steam Deck, but it, it's, already, it's on Game Pass. That's how oh, I bought it. It was Ooh. on the Steam Deck. Wow. Wow. That's 
but that's not what I'm playing. <laughs> oh, well, Heather, what are you playing? Well, uh, you know, um, as Matt uh, prefaced months ago, one of the first things you do with a Steam Deck is you tinker. And I've been tinkering. <laughs> I've been setting up uh, ROMs and BIOS files and like fucking scanline filters and shit so I can get my play perfect and on the go. And the Gundam but- skin. The Gundam skin, yeah, I, I skinned cool. my, my Steam Deck to make it look like uh, the um, 1970s Gundam original model uh, with a skin from Pop Skin, a Korean uh, uh, skin. Like, I think it's just one guy, honestly. Um, but the only fucking game I've played on my Steam Deck to, like, enough so that Mary was like, what else is on that? <laughs> is Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. My my lingering, lifelong white whale. Wow. I love that fucking game so much. It's so cozy. It is it's the music's nice. The it's got a good pace. You pick it up, you play one battle 20 minutes, you put down the, the machine. It's it's extraordinary. But did I get police knots running on my Steam Deck? Yes. Wow. Did I get Snatcher running on my Steam Deck? <laughs> yes. That's cool. Did, have 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 I got every every Game Boy Advance game, every NES game, every Apple II game ever released on my Steam Deck? Yes. Will I ever play any of them? No. Do I feel a lot of guilt for <laughs> sticking around and only playing Final Fantasy Tactics Advance? Yes. Like there's no. I could literally play anything in history, modern games, old games, anything. And I'm playing this one fucking game that I've put infinite hours into. Mary. So what else is on that? (laughs) (laughs) Everything. Oh, why do you just play that game on it? It's not even it's not even on it. You have the cartridge in your drawer. Put it into your analog pocket. Pick up where you left off. No, I love this wide, beautiful screen. Woof. That LCD filter. Woof. I love it. So good. Oh, it's so good. It's sexy. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's sexy. And Nick gave it up. Yeah, he did. And I'm never giving it back. This guy needed a hand free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) For his water bottle, of course. Too too large for him to game. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also surprising because I can't imagine, and I haven't done this, but, you know, uh, I've had recent conversations with fellow gamers uh, who are like, it's the perfect pornography game machine. Mm, sure. Mm. Be- because it's private. You can play it anywhere. So, like, let's say that you're the kind of human being who wants to masturbate while you play a video game, but you've <laughs> got a roommate, you could go into the bathroom and play Steam Deck with your pods right. in or something. Um, you could. You could. You could. Uh, anyway, that's what I'm, that's what I'm playing. That's, that's it. I mean, I guess I have played this week's game exclusively on the Steam Deck also. You know what? That was going to be my segue. Because speaking of Steam Deck, what a lot of people are calling the Steam Deck's killer app, although it is also uh, available on PC Game Pass, is our We Play You Play Vampire Survivors. Vampire Survivors was developed by UK indie developer Punkle, 
which originally was a solo dev named Luca Galante. And based off of its early success, it grew into a small team, went into early access in December of 2021, I believe. Uh, and version 1.0 was released on October 20th, 2022. So it's been an early access since then, iterated on a bunch, uh, played a bunch, st- streamed a bunch, completely, you know, exceeded the developer's expectations. It was just sort of a fun a hobbyist uh, thing that was made uh, for him to pass the time, and it ended up being this uh, this sensation because it is just uh, such a such a a, a distillation of uh, you know what's fun about a game and what's fun about a, a power fantasy. The tagline is "Be the bullet hell," and I've also heard this game described as "bullet heaven," which I which is a phrase I mm. like. Because that's basically what's going on. It's it's something of an auto battler, although you are directly controlling the character and you are picking its upgrade path. Uh, but you know you're walking around in this top down perspective, and uh, just basically, uh, you know, all of your attacks are firing automatically. Uh, and I, may, I imagine those people we, we've talked about this game enough on the podcast, where even people who haven't played it hopefully have some understanding of how it works. But just to recap, you're walking around, you're moving a character around on screen, uh, and then just swarms of enemies, untold legions of enemies, are constantly pursuing you, and all of your attacks are out, auto firing, and you eventually reach a point where you're just a screen clearing menace, uh, a whirling dervish of death, just uh, just shooting projectiles all over the place and and wiping them out. Um, and that's basically all there is to it, but it's an endlessly playable game. Yeah, it's there. It's it's certainly the game I've played the most on on Steam Deck. I've played it a little bit on uh, just like PC in in general, but there's just something about being able to just sit on the couch and and and, and play it. And like I I play it at night too. Like before I go to sleep, it's like it's just I don't know. I don't think I've never played a game like this before. It's like such a unique experience. Like top to bottom, it's so fun. It's like it's a, it's honestly a very serious game of the year contender. Like it's like it's it's and it's so like I don't know. It's not sparse. There's so much game to it. There's like a lot yeah. going on. There's more than what it sounds like too. But it's like it's like this in Elden Ring. That's what games can be. One hundred percent agree. And and a friend of the show and uh, past guest and uh, the Washington Post, Gene Park, uh, also mentioned this as a possible game of the year candidate. Just just in terms of you know its impact, I feel like it it it, it deserves a consideration. Uh, but Heather, I'm curious your thoughts. Uh, you uh, Matt and I had been playing Vampire Survivors. You started playing it for our We Play You Play. Uh, how did you respond to this game? Well, I beat all the levels. You know, so like I wasn't this isn't one of those games where I, you know, you and I don't even know if that's a feat. Like I can't get I can't get my brain wrapped around whether or not it's like, oh, I got to level 120 in 30 minutes and 20 seconds or some shit. Uh, Pretty good run. I. I. It's. It's. Fine. Wow. Uh, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not bad. It's just weird. It's a weird game. Like, it doesn't really do anything. It's kind of like looking at a screensaver. 
That I get. I I don't disagree with you, and I think to me that's part of the charm. But I understand how someone who maybe wants a little bit more engagement on the combat side could be like, "Well, maybe this isn't for me." Uh, for me, I I just like it's 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 pretty much as close to you can have like a game can be of not being a game and still being a game. Like just in mm. terms of the amount of I don't mean in terms of like, oh, it it has goals and fails or fail states or a narrative. I don't mean any of that. Yeah. I mean, just in terms of the levels of interactivity, like it's 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 such a minimal amount of interactivity. But that's part of why it's so playable. Like, it's just like I, I, I'm, I'm basically just I'm playing with controller on PC and I'm basically just, you know, wiggling my analog stick. And then every few, uh, you know, every every 30 seconds or so, I'll get a level up and I'll choose a new upgrade. And that's all I'm doing, but it puts me in this like trance like state uh, that I've gotten from games like, you know, obviously like a like a Tetris or a uh, a, like a like a Pac-Man Championship Edition was another one where it's just sort of like, oh, you just kind of get in the zone with this and you you just you just sort of feeling vibes. Huh? Yeah, I mm, again, I there's no part of me that dislikes this game. Uh, and I, you know, I enjoy that sort of serotonin hit of like you finish a level and you've got a million dollars and you buy a bunch of stuff. It's weird that the stuff you buy makes the game easier. Like that's weird to me in a way. Like I feel like it should make, like you can unlock. I don't, it's, it's weird that the longer you play it, the less fun it is. Well, in a way. <clears throat> yeah. You do there are you know as the power as you get more power ups you eventually can unlock curses and curses are ones where you can basically you're increasing the uh the speed and power of enemies uh by paying for those upgrades and that in in turn you know makes the game a little bit more challenging also some of the other level the later levels that you unlock you know it's just like they're a little bit more punishing and you can do things like enable hyper mode which ups the difficulty because yeah. you're basically playing at double speed uh so there are things you can do but i mean that that's like that feels like that's that's a larger uh just issue with designing any a game with any sort of progression to begin with is that you're like how do i balance like making the game more challenging towards the end, but also where you feel more powerful, you know, it's a, it's a, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a, that's a general thing here. Can we talk about the characters real quick? Cause one yeah. thing I like about this game is how gloriously Italian it is. Yeah. Uh, all the characters have like super Italian names like Antonio or Pascalina or Domario. Domario is a, is a priest who his, his, his skill is that he moves slowly so like he's just like a really slow moving guy, um, but he's he starts with a super powerful weapon, uh, which also leads me to the other thing about this game. Is I love how Christian it is. It's just basically like yeah. you're using the power of Christ to defeat evil. Like Demario's starting weapon, which is one of the most powerful weapons in the game, is the King Bible. Uh, which is just a Bible that rotates around your character. Um, and a lot of this comes from, you know, apparently the the developer, when he was working on his own, started off with a a a, a, a like a, a, ver a version of a, a freeware Castlevania assets pack, where I don't know if it was freeware or not. It might have been something he bought. Um, but, you know, that's why everything lo looks so Castlevania inspired. Um, and then eventually he got some artists on board to tweak the 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 pixel art. Uh, but. I, but yeah, you'll see just like straight up like weapons list, lifted from Castlevania, uh, like, uh, you know, the the Santa water uh, or the uh, the cross 
which is like the, the Castlevania boomerang, um, in addition to some of the character designs so so clearly being inspired by Alucard or Simon Belmont or what have you. I but just have I, a big I, question yeah. about Santa Water. Yes. What the, what the fuck do they mean? What what is that? Well, I, the, I was I was I, I was streaming this game and I was asking that same question. It was just like I I, I guess it's just because Santa in Italian is Saint. Oh, uh, it's so like holy water. It's, I think it's just supposed to be holy water, but it is fun to think of it as being like Santa's water. Yeah, like, he's fucking thirsty up there delivering all those presents. <laughs> I think I think it's you know you you mentioned it being a very Italian game. I think it's worth. You know, there's a ton of characters you can unlock in this game. Yes. And I think it's important to to shout out the most Italian of those ga- of those characters. So you've got, you know, your 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 lead character is your your first guy is Antonio Belpase, right? Yeah. But yes. then you can get Bianca Ramba. You can get uh Conchetta Cacciota. You can get Devano Thelma. You can get uh, Iguana Provola. You can Mortaccio. get em- Emeldo Bepase. You can get <laughs> Crocifrito. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's fun. It's fun. I don't. I don't know, guys. It's I. I don't. I God. I fucking. You're allowed to I say wish it's fun. I just, yeah. I wish I liked everything so much, and I feel like such a fucking wet rag in no. this show sometimes. But like, it's, it's like, what? What is this? It's fun, right? But what is it? Is it giving? Does is it the sort of thing where? Because I, I think one reaction to this game is you kind of have. A, re- a realization of like what a what a dumb animal you are as a gamer. Like that's what I like. I'm just like, oh, this is I'm I'm this is the same sort of response that a person has to a slot machine. Like I'm just I'm mo- yeah. I'm wiggling a stick. I'm hitting buttons and numbers are going up. And mm. it's it like like it's it's a it's a much you know it's it's just such a streamlined simplified design. Um, that uh, that it that it it just like it it sort of reduces gaming to uh, you know such a base level that it does kind of make me feel like a big dumb fucking animal, which I am. But I mean, like 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 I I wonder if that could maybe be some of the uh, uh some of some of your hesitancy to embrace this. But also, it may just be that it's not not it's not for you, which is fine. We know the kind of games you like. We you you like games that are that are that are challenging and 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 engaging on that level, where you get to kill things, which you do get to do in this game, thousands yeah. and thousands of enemies. You yeah. get an achievement for killing a hundred thousand enemies. It's yeah. like it's un- the little legions of death. Uh, the the amount of it's it's a it's really a, a sort of an I am legend sort of thing from the monsters' perspective of just like they're really afraid of of you because you're you're fucking killing all of them. I liked. I liked the tree level. Let's talk about those levels a little, right? Yes. So one of the bonus levels is a tree level where the trees are just growing real fast. And I'm like, this is this is a really interesting visualization of a kind of horror I've never seen in a game, mm-hmm. right? Which is like, imagine you were in a forest and like shit was growing really fast. That would be terrifying. Yeah. Would I've be never scary. even conceptualized that, right? 
So I love that. That's that was my favorite of the bonus levels was was the one where the trees grew really fast and they got harder and harder to cut through. And you're like, oh, man, if I'm not careful, a tree's going to grow right out of me. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, yeah, I, I, I you know, I'd find myself not replaying the the bonus levels as much. Uh, I mean, I kind of fit, end, end up sticking to the the base levels in terms of just like doing runs, but I, I had fun with the bonus levels. I will say that I, you know, I think everyone's favorite level uh, seems to be the inlaid library, which I do like a lot. Mm. It's, it's the one where it's just, you know, the, 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 their borders in the top and bottom of the screen. So you're really just like, you just have lateral movement, um, horizontal movement. Uh, and uh, it's, I think it's actually like, it's also probably kind of the easiest to clear. There's something about removing two, sides that enemies can cut can approach you from which is the case in you know the mad forest or uh my favorite stage name the dairy plant um yeah <laughs> where where enemies can come from all sides but but inlay library is great uh i, I don't know i i like all the stage designs they're very samey and there does reach a point where you're kind of like uh, you know, I find myself just just picking randomly, just doing like the 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 quick start, which randomizes your character and and stage because you know they are they are they are pretty similar. Matt, did you have any stages you responded to? Well, yeah, this is the thing. I like. I feel like I really started. Play- I've been playing this game for a little while, mm-hmm. but I feel like I really started playing it last week. Mm, like, sure, because I I started to really understand because I streamed it on our our Twitch channel uh, and. Uh, like people like like uh drop king and and some of the other people uh watching were like really giving me some good tips like i hadn't yes. upgraded a weapon before i hadn't done you that. hadn't evolved a weapon yeah i haven't i hadn't evolved a weapon yeah that's wow. that's huge and so wow. once you start doing that and knowing what? i know it was like i was playing a completely what? different game i didn't, I didn't know <laughs> uh and then so once i started to learn how to do that and what paired what you know with with what i was like okay now i'm really cooking with gas so now i i i've put um like last week i had like 30 hours um like total in the game and i've since put half that much time more like 15 more hours in it since last week like i've just been wow. playing this nonstop and so I mean, I really, yeah, I, I got, I cut my teeth a lot on the, in the library. Cause that was just like a good, that's a good grind, uh, level. If you're trying to just like get all the, like all the weapons and, and things like that. Like if you want to just try some stuff out, that's a good level, uh, to try. I, I, I was frustrated with the dairy plant, uh, at first. Dairy plant, I think is the toughest of the stages. I think, guys- I think just like the way the enemies ramp. And because, like, in some of the other ones, they'll they're uh, the enemies are encumbered by the obstacles, the same obstacles as you. But I feel yeah. like in that one, they're not like they like just like go over stuff sometimes. Yeah, uh, and there's also there's all sorts of just like here's a big giant open trough of milk yes. that you can't surpass, or just like you know like buildings that are the, the the versus like the inlaid library or the mad forest. There's a lot fewer uh, terrain uh, uh, obstacles. Uh, but to to the point that you were making too about it not being dissimilar to like a slot machine. The sound effect for getting a bunch of gems is great. Oh my God. They're just so good. Like there's, it's just, you're hearing that constantly. You're just getting tons of feedback, uh, as you play. And it's just, I don't know. I, there's not a lot of games that I could play like this for hours. It's just like something that I've just like, like, I just do this now. Like, I wish I was playing it right now. 
Yes. Who who is your go-to character and who is your favorite character? Oh. That's a good question. I I was playing with Poe quite a bit uh mm. in in beginning because I like the garlic Little garlic guy, yeah. The little garlic uh, the, power. The that old, you get. the old man with with the cane. Yeah, who has I like, the power of garlic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I like him because like the power of garlic. Early on, there are like a bunch of enemies that can basically just be one hit, uh, but there's a, still there's always coming at you. But the garlic gets it so that they're like they don't even touch you, like they just bounce right off of you. So you want to upgrade the garlic uh, pretty quickly so that it, it's stronger and and stuff like that. But it's like a permanent AOE around your character. Yeah, it's just like a, like a radius of protection that also deals damaged enemies. So he's my he's one of my favorite characters. But I've been yeah. playing a lot with Amelda, mm-hmm. uh, and Amelda has the um, uh, has the magic wand, and the magic yeah. wand is really good when you can upgrade it. It becomes a a, a heavenly sword. Uh, which is which is great. Um, I think the I think the magic wand also uh, uh, upgrades, and I'll I'll, I'll issue the correction because otherwise people will be in your comments. I think it actually upgrades to the holy wand. Uh, the heavenly sword I think comes from the cross. Cross, yeah. Matt took off his headphones. You can, Matt, you He's can't crying. do the podcast if you do that. He's fucking crying. That is well, in his I'll, hands. I'll answer the question Matt, while okay. Matt's taking a break. Uh, that I posed, which is uh my my go to. You can't character. even hear us right now. That's all Take right. His he, headphones he can off. Figure it out. Like he can figure it out when he comes back. I couldn't hear you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Come join our Discord. We've got a Discord. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the character I play as most frequently is Gennaro. Uh, and then the That's character- That's the knife I, muscle man. Yeah, knife muscle man who, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, like, look at these characters. Who am I going to pick? Knife muscle man, obviously. Sure, yeah. right. Like the, the one who's not even wearing clothes to fight. <laughs> <laughs> but my favorite character who I don't play as very often is Osole Mio. Which oh, is yes. a dog that has a bouquet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that I, I I really like Mortaccio, who is the skeleton with a halo, telling you he's a good skeleton, and he throws bones, and the bone is a is a a good weapon that does not evolve, uh, but it's a it's a it's a really you know it bounces around. It bounces around. It does and it it does work if you upgrade it. But I think that sort of like. What you were just saying about the 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 you know Osola is is Osola Mio is that um it, I think this game has a good like sense of fun to it like it it's not like it's like funny but it's not like trying too hard to be funny it's not like yes. sometimes I feel like game comedy is like kind of like hey here's some here's some memes we're reappropriating uh yeah. here's some you know internet comedy that's just like you know feels a little too strained but here like. I think one of the best jokes in this game, or I think the the best joke in this game, and uh, like a thing that just makes me laugh, is that there is that the chicken is just called floor chicken, and yeah. it's not like they don't call a lot of attention to it. It's just like floor chicken, and that's what restores your health. 
Um, and uh, it, it, I love Which that. And a, I love the character design. It's a plate design. of chicken on the ground. On the ground, so, yeah. Yeah, if you haven't played, you're like, what's a floor chicken? It's a like a rotisserie chicken that's on a plate on the ground. Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, and also on that note, just in terms of like the the sense of fun, and this goes back to Matt's note about the sound design, the music that plays when you open a treasure chest is so satisfying. And there's a design thing that I know was the case with, uh, you know, the Diablo developers had broken down of like, when they want it, when you when you get a reward, like the value of a treasure chest is that it's like, like, okay, getting the chest itself is the reward. And then you get another reward when you open the chest and you you could take out its contents. And then they added the other layer of like, you have to identify the items uh, that are inside of it. You know, um, not that there are, there are a lot of uh, that proper treasure chests are like a huge element in Diablo, but like that lo- element of design of like, here's one reward, you get the item. Here's another reward, you get, you l- learn what the item is. And that's very much the case with the treasure chest. Um, and, uh, and, you know, like the, 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 the sound and light show that you get when you open a treasure chest uh, is just spectacular. Um, and let me play this real quick. <laughs> Spectacular. I mean, I never fucking get tired of it. I never no. get it. <laughs> it I learned you can so skip good. it. You can? You can skip it. I learned this when yeah. I streamed it the other day. Yeah. And I was like, why would you why would you skip it? It's like it's like skipping an anime intro. It's like, are you kidding me? No way am I I'm gonna do that. It's part some of the people, fun. Some people want to do it. I guess. That sound sounds like you're in the Luxor Las Vegas, and you're just walking through the casino floor. It's 100%. Both melody and noise simultaneously. Yeah. It's great. It's, it's like if you already liked gambling and then they told you you could become a slot machine. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, wow, really? My greatest dream? Hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, I, I I also I also think this is what this is a game where it's like it's like a nice story behind the development, regardless of what you think of the game. And I love this game, and I'm actually surprised, uh, Matt. You've ended up putting more hours into it than I have at this point. I've got about thirty hours in this game, wow. um, but you know, I started playing this. I, I I played this. I played the shit out of this. I think starting it around January or so, when it was an early access, and I played it for a few months uh, as it you know kept getting updates, and then I reached a certain point where I was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to sit tight until 1.0 drops, which it did this past week, which is why we're covering it on the podcast, uh, until it, it officially comes out of early access. And so it was fun to see the games, like, you know, all the additional content that had been added to the game, all the new mechanics, all the new items and characters and levels. Um, and also to be like, you know, to, to have experienced it in its earlier state uh, and see what, see the, that it, it still like had the formula down, um, in its earlier iteration. Uh, but the, uh, but there's an interview that I found, which is on, um, NME, uh, that is a, uh, it, it, the, the headline is vampire survivors creator, Luca Galante talks, quitting his job to fulfill his promise, uh, sitting down and chat with NME. Galante has got the energy of a man who's just won the lottery. As he admits, the success of Vampire Survivors has exceeded his expectations 1,000 times over, and it's changed everything for him. Galante's excitement is palpable, and it also makes a lot of sense. Not only has his game achieved astronomical success, he's also chatting to us from the back of a huge decision. 
So this article came out in in February. Um, so just wow. a, just a few months after the game had originally launched. Uh, uh, this is this quote. Vampire Survivors has changed everything. I had just started a new job just last week, and I had to leave yesterday because the game is doing so well and it requires so much attention for now. But I simply couldn't keep the job and do this at the same time. And the article goes down, to, goes on to, to to be like, just sort of like explain how he came up, you know, where he started with this game and uh, what his influences were. And then also uh, the him reaching the point where he's like, well, I can't do this by myself anymore. And, and how he ended up, you know, uh, building a team around him. But I don't know. I like that. I say, hey, this guy wanted to make a game and it was like succeeded beyond his wildest dreams. And now it's this game that everyone loves and is and is having a blast with. How about that? It's great. It's it's it's, it's great. You know. Follow your dreams, folks. You you know, who knows what you might you might make a smash hit. You might. You and might. This game. I know we've we've talked about this in the past. It was three dollars when it came out. And then they raised the price to four, which it was I was like, yes. charge ten. <laughs> you got a product here. This thing's fucking hot. This is good. Charge ten. The the it's the the amount of of content in this game for the cost of a latte is absurd. Yeah, like you can yeah. get it for four dollars now. It's going to go up to five dollars, I think, in in November. Uh, but it's it's like, but even that, it's just like this is an insane value. And I, I don't know. I mean, I I, I think it's I think it's a, it's a fucking delight. Uh, also, I, I just in terms of of uh, you know the design of it, there's Twitch integration for this, which is really really fun mm-hmm. um and i stream this game on our twitch channel uh twitch.tv slash get played pod and uh the i i turned on the twitch integration and the way it works is that basically when when you know when you you gain a level you're prompted for which upgrade you want to pick uh here each of the upgrades has a number next to it and then the twitch chat can vote with a nut with you know with their numpad uh or their top row whatever however you want to input numbers uh, I guess if you're watching on phone, you could use, you know, your. It's just like don't don't overthink it. You just put a number in. So like, you know, if Santa yeah, Water down. was number one, calm down. <laughs> you know how to input a number on whatever device you're using. Anyway, so like if Santa Water was number one and Pentagram was number two, people would into you know if more people input number one, then you would end up getting the Santa Water. And it was it was really fun because I ended up with loadouts I wouldn't normally uh, have otherwise picked, um, and it felt like the Twitch was you know. It, it, it both, but mostly helping me, but sometimes like they can give you, uh, they, there's another thing that ha- that pops up the screen where they can, they can like make like choose between you're going to get a bunch of, of, a, a volley of, of floor chickens, or you're going to get a swarm of ghosts. And, you know, so they, they can choose to help you or hinder you and they can vote on those as well. It's just like, it's, it's just like a, a, a really well done, simple implementation. And I was, I was interfacing with the chat. The chat was like, we're having fun too. Like, this is, this is great. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I like that they put some thought into that, acknowledging that it's such a widely streamed game. What's, what's your, we talked characters mm-hmm. and we talked stages, but yeah. I gotta know. Yeah. What's your favorite like weapon and then like upgrade? Great question, Matt. Um, I, I I will say that I really really like uh, Labora, which is the uh, the upgraded version of the Santa Water. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I feel like Hellfire, which is Fire One plus Spinach. Every time I get that, like I'm 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 wrecking house, and and the upgraded King Bible. Obviously, King Bible is so good. Uh, but in terms of names. My favorite is the upgraded rune tracer, which 
all cap, which is all caps. Heather's putting your thumbs up, thumb up. Do you want to say what it is, Heather? Well, it was my favorite, and also yeah. the thing I aim for every time I play, which is just <laughs> all caps, no future. <laughs> The first time that happened in the game, I was like, what? (laughs) What? Yes. I love it. It's so good. Yeah. All the rest of them have like a, like, I don't know. It's like the bloody tear, the thousand edge, the heaven sword, the unholy vespers. Like they're, they're, they're thematically like, oh, okay. This kind of makes sense inside this world. And then for no reason, there's a, a a weapon called the Rune Tracer, which bounces around in your screen like a like a screensaver, and then it becomes this all-seeing robot eye, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's it's great. it's great. I also like you know if you upgrade the you get both birds fully upgraded, you get a, a you get another bird. That's fun. Um, I I, I yeah, I, I really like the. I mean, no future just makes me laugh every time. And also, but also from a the, the like the, the way this game is designed, um, Rune Tracer is like not necessarily the easiest item to wield in the early going, but it evolves to be ex- insanely powerful. And uh, versus garlic, uh, which which Matt was talking about earlier, is like kind of like a very useful game, useful item in the early game, but it kind of loses utility as you get towards the yeah. uh, the end of a run. Um, even, even upgraded, it's still, or even evolved, it's still like not the most powerful, but it's like, it's nice that those choices exist. And it's nice that you have like, okay, I know when this get, when this item is going to be most useful. There's also an element of like, I feel like some items are clearly better than others, which is always a challenge, you know, when designing anything, but that like like I, I, it works well for a for a roguelike where you're doing runs and where your items are randomly you, you have a random pool you're picking from because sometimes it's it's good to be like oh shit well none of these are gr- are great or none of these are my favorite but I got to pick one you yeah. know um I don't know I mean I it's 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 one of those things where like I've I've I used to be very obsessed with like I feel like everything should be balanced everything should be on the the same level. And then as I read more about uh, st- uh, read more thoughts by people who know more than me, like I've heard more and more about it. And this is the case with deck builders, too, that having bad things actually helps the pool of available uh, yeah, uh, the available items or available attributes. Like the fact that some items are less good than others actually is is to the betterment of the overall uh, game. My- yeah, because you're not I'm not going to pick the knives. Or the knife, right? Like I'm not, I'm not interested in the knife. The knife's like yeah. kind of whack. Uh, love the knives. You love the knives. Love the knives. My most common loadout is maxed knives, which are just a constant bombardment that you aim because it's very little that you can actually aim in this game. Yes. Yeah. So the the idea that I can like choose to kill is one of the f- few like pleasures for me as like a combat person. So like. If you upgrade the knives all the way, they just become a stream of knives that nonstop emits from your body in whatever direction you're facing. So do that. I'll do, uh, is it Peach One or Pichon? I, the I ebony was, wings. I read it as Peach One for a while, and then I th- was, was thinking about how Italian this game is. Like Maybe it's like supposed to be like Peachone or something like that. I have no maybe. idea. Uh, yeah. So I'll get those two birds upgraded, and then I'll do No Future. And um, 
leave my other slot to to chance. Like, you know, um, sometimes it's the Bible. Sometimes it's the fucking fire shit. Yeah. Whatever. I'm such a I'm such a, a, a I'm I'm a real Bible boy. I mean, I really do like the labora, as I mentioned, but I, I feel like if I have a, if I upgrade the Bible, uh, I always feel and then one of either the 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 fire wand or the magic wand or the Santa water, I generally feel pretty unstoppable. Uh, so but but I, I don't know. I mean, uh, Matt, you got a favorite loadout? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm usually I'm usually going. Yeah, Bible as well. I like the I love no future. The garlic does become less good, but I like that it is called Soul Eater when you upgrade it. Like that's kind of cool. So I'll I'll go with that quite a bit. Um, and then yeah, sort of like dealer's choice, whatever else. Like I'll I'll sometimes I'll do the cross. I've been yeah, I have been liking the um the thunder loop, the upgraded uh lightning yes, ring quite a bit. That one does work. Uh that one is is nice. Uh when when you can get that one nice and juiced. But I like the birds too. I don't always get the birds because with usually with these items, this is the only one as far as I know. There might be other ones. Um but the birds are the only ones where you have to get two weapons to and you have to upgrade them both fully to then evolve it into right. um the next thing whereas the other weapons are it's like weapon and item and you only have to upgrade the weapon to then um uh evolve it into the next thing so those the birds are challenging to upgrade uh and so is the pentagram the pentagram was no easy feat to to upgrade and the pentagram wipes the screen clean gems and all so it's like yes. okay if you if you just killed a bunch of things and you're trying to get all these gems and the pentagram wipes the screen clean you're like okay well now I can't level up as much as I was trying to um because everything's gone now in front of me um mm-hmm. but it's it can go, it can come in handy when you're in a bind certainly yes I didn't realize, and this is the thing I learned through streaming it. It fucking will wipe your treasure chests. Yeah, if you have an un, un like an unopened treasure chest, I was like, I can't. Like, where my treasure chest go? Because it's a fucking pentagram. It's like, God, God damn it. Yeah, what a nightmare. By the way, the pentagram uh, upgrades to gorgeous moon, which is another item name that I like. Yeah. Well, I never upgraded it all the way to gorgeous moon. What does that do? Uh, it. I mean, it's just like it's it's like a better wipe. Yeah, I think it's like yeah, it's like and it's I think almost it like, destroys fewer of your items. It, uh, mm. It's more of like a yeah, like a bidet instead of toilet paper. Mm. <laughs> All right. uh, Heather, I'm 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 realizing that part of why you you like the knife is because, and it's a weapon I also don't pick often. But as you were talking about, it fires in the direction you're facing, which means that it's most effective if you're charging directly at an enemy, <laughs> which is how I like to think of how you play this game. <laughs> it is. Like, yeah, I mean, like 100%. Like I, I'm like, oh, I want as many jewels as I can get. So yeah. I got to get, oh, it's a flock of bats. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also like the, there's this like item. It's called a, uh, like Duja Frita or something, or Induja Frita, uh, and it's like something you eat and it's spicy, and you're just spitting fire at everybody uh, yeah. around you, and that that for a duration, for a little bit, of yeah. a, for just a little bit, and it, I feel like it's like it can really clear 
uh, a nice wave around you if you if you use it uh, correctly. It's one of those I, items that that one, and then the like the attra- like you'll find an attract orb that'll like send all the gems towards you, yes. or or a well timed floor chicken. It's like sometimes you're, you're just like, ah, oh, fuck, finally, this is exactly what I need right now. And I, I think they did a really good job of balancing the drop rates of those. I like when you maximize knives. You can just walk straight up to one of those glowing guys and stop. If you're facing them, <laughs> they can't come at you because they're just hit, getting hit with a million knives. Yeah. And you don't have to, like, you can push them to the wall if you want, but you can just, like, walk up, face them, and stop, and the guy's just throwing a million knives. The one, Love the it. one, The one thing that I will say. Yes. Is, you know... It's a, it's a very fun game. I love it. It's maybe one of my favorite games of the year. When you get to a certain point, and this is probably what Heather's, you know, uh, rubbing up against a little bit, is that, like, once you get to a certain point, like, because you also, you have 30 minutes to clear a stage. If you can last 30 minutes in any stage, that means you've completed the stage, and then death comes and kills you, basically. That's how, and you're done with it. You can um, apparently kill death. That's what yes, I've heard. this is the thing I've heard. Yeah. Uh, have not done this, but you can get to like if you get everything if you're if you're playing an efficient round, let's say, and you've upgraded everything twenty three twenty four minutes in, you're just gonna be kind of sitting there for five minutes or however long it takes to get to the end, and you don't really yeah. have to do anything. Like yeah. you have to do stuff. You have to do a little bit to get to that point, right? You have to play. Uh, kind of strategic game for like you know 23 24 minutes and then you're you're in the clear but like i i can yeah if you're sitting there just waiting for the round to finish for five minutes that's not really fun but we also do play video games where the cutscenes are 45 minutes long (laughs) <laughs> um, I, I mean, I don't I, I, I don't mind that you can reach a point if you play efficiently and effectively and get a good loadout that you can effectively go AFK. And, you know, like, I, I think that's that's almost like kind of like a reward you can get uh, if you reach to a certain stage of proficiency with this game or just or just luck. But I and I also think like that's an element to consider in like the journey of playing this game of like you know when you start off and you don't really know how it works and you haven't unlocked any everything it might be a struggle at first to even like last towards the end you know it'll take some time before you can figure out how to start finishing runs to begin with uh so i would advise anyone who hasn't played this game you know just play it a little bit just do a few runs before you look up any guides in terms of of builds or upgrades or or evolutions uh, because I think that's I think part of the fun is discovering just how to play it uh, and 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 figuring out which items you you and characters you personally find fun to play and then you can figure out how to min max it. But I I don't know I mean uh, I I do get the criticism. I definitely have had a few runs where I'm like I just am bored, which I never thought I'd get I I'd feel like that with this game. Yeah, it can happen, but like it, it I feel like that's even rare. But mm-hmm. it's like it's you know something to note like. I and also Heather likes pushing buttons. Heather likes to interface with the controller. Heather likes getting yeah. in there, doing yeah. combos and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You only press move in this damn thing. Yeah, it's true. And you can you play kinda, with one hand, Nick. You kind of don't have. <laughs> oh, to. I know. Oh, that's true. Oh no. <laughs> he's a 
He's so thirsty for sparkling water all the time. I think the bubbles you are making you finished, more thirsty. You just finished a bottle. Why are you doing another one? Try still, my man. I like the carbonation. Give me that effervescence. Yeah, it's fun. It feels like you're doing something. Um, yeah. But that's the thing I've honestly been worried about playing it on the Steam Deck because I'm just using the, you know, the thumbstick. Yeah. And I'm like, this is kind of like the thing I'm playing on this the most. I'm not trying to attribute drift to, I'm not trying to get this thing to drift playing one game only, you know? Um, but are there I tried drift it. issues with the, the Steam Deck? No, but you know, over time, wear and wear, mm. you know, wear and tear. Sure. Um, I did try a different controller configuration on the Steam Deck. Um, that was the touch pads that I thought I would really like that more than playing mm. with the thumbstick. And I didn't. And I went back to the thumbstick. I was yeah, like, oh, it was a nice idea. It just didn't work quite. It wasn't optimized for that. It wasn't made I can't, to play that way. I, I can't figure out a use case for the for the touch pads. Like, mm. I cannot wrap my head around why I would want that interface. Mm-hmm. There must be something at some point in the future, but for right now, it's just like, no. Give me that crunchy button. I kind of want to figure one out for Disco Elysium. Not that we're back in we play, what, what, what were we playing, because we're not. Um, yes. But I just felt like navigating around... Uh, you know, the town using the trackpad would be fun. And then using mm. it to click on stuff too would also be fun. Um, but mm. there doesn't seem one, like there's one that does both. It's either one or the other. Uh, and I'm trying to, trying to figure that out. How does mm. the, how does a Disco Elysium, and again, we're not in, in back in what are you playing? How, do, how does Disco Elysium control with a controller? Are you directly moving the character? Yeah, your left you stick is movement and then your right stick okay. is... Um, it's not like a mouse cursor though. It like, it'll just highlight the thing, the, Got next, it. You know, okay. the thing that you're trying to select or whatever, which I think is less fun. Hmm. Yeah. I like searching oh. on them uh, with the mouse, you know, which you, I would hopefully do with the trackpad. Uh, I, I have one more, one more thing I'm, I'm going to say about vampire survivors. And then I want to see if you guys have any final thoughts, uh, before, before we, we get everyone else's thoughts. Uh, I really think, and I don't, I don't mean this with hyperbole. This isn't maybe this probably isn't my favorite game of the year. It's one of my favorite games of the year. I think it's hard for to 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 say anything other than Elden Ring in the year that Elden Ring released. But in terms of of the long tail of influence, I think this will end up being the most influential game of the year. I think this is the game that we're going to see a lot of vampire survivor likes mm-hmm. that 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 come in the 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 uh, the interview uh, the, the, the the years that follow. Uh, a lot of developers are going to take their cues from this game and come up with you know basically a, 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 a games where where the whole thing is just the player character doing maximum damage uh, on screen with a limited amount of interactivity from the user and. There will be ones where there's there's a little bit, bit. Hey, maybe there are some some button presses. Maybe there are. Maybe maybe your the your second stick is getting involved, and that's how you're aiming things. And maybe there's a little bit more interactivity this way. Mm. But I think there'll be others that are even going to have even less interactivity and are still going to find ways to be compelling. But I really think we're going to see a lot of games that are inspired by this game. I'm really glad it exists because it is just pure fun, and a lot of people love it. And it's a great story in terms of how it was developed and how it found such an audience. Uh, Matt, any final thoughts on on VS? I just I don't know. It's 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 yeah. It's something to me that like 
it's it I can't really put into words why I love it so much. It's like it's such a I don't know, it's just such a fun a little hard to talk about, yeah. It's a fun time suck. It's like a it's a perfect game to that you can play while also doing something else too. Like if you're like, you know, your significant other's watching a TV show that you're sort of like passively interested in, but you're not like fully committed to watching, you could sit together and like I'm just gonna play vampire survivors and then like also be looking up at the TV and, and stuff like that. Uh, it's a so it's great for that. I would be I wouldn't be surprised we see this coming to uh, just because of the amount of input that is required for the game. Uh, it's a no brainer on mobile to me. Yeah, like, if they can put this on if they phone. can figure it out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I I love it. I hope that um, because of its success, you know on on steam on on uh, you know it's playable on the steam deck it's on pc game pass i hope other uh systems get to also enjoy it as well because i think it's a real i think it's a real hoot and be a real shame uh getting it on the switch come on it's great it would be great to have it for everybody to be able to play it it's, it's a fantastic yeah. game i love it uh hey, hac all right so the thing you said about there being a bunch of vampire survivors likes, uh, and maybe you use the second joystick to control the, your 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 aim, that to me is just going to end up being games like Smash TV or Geometry yeah, Wars sure. for the Xbox 360. Um, and I loved those games. Well, I love I love a game where you're moving your guy around and, and he's shooting in a, in a direction that isn't the way he's moving, but it's a top down perspective. Like I love it. I wish this game had that. I love this game. It was great. But I also don't like the game because it didn't made me kind of sad. I don't know how to explain it. Like it it I never felt satisfied playing this game at all. Mm. Like I just kind of felt like this like I was staring down a long dark tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> What is this? <laughs> um, you know, I I thought the music was great. I don't think we talked about great the music, music enough. I love the design of all your like little shooting shooting things, but at no point was I like, uh oh, I'm in danger. So I never received like much of the thrill of like built doing anything. It it was it's like I got a. It's like you get a deck of cards and no matter what card you put down, you win. You're kind of like, okay, what is this still? What is this? Yeah, you're you're playing games, though, at a a, like at an Olympian level. Like I, I, I had several times where I got to like 2930 and then got decimated and was just crushed. Oh, it was like I got so, you know, getting so close to the end. Uh, uh, of a oh, run yeah, sure. and then being like, no, but never upset because I'm like, hey, that was still pretty fun. That was a good run. <laughs> uh, that, was, that, was good, that was good stuff. Maybe I won't get the, the axe next time. Uh, but I'm I'm level 67 in uh, in Fortnite. And well, you're uh, not talking about what we're playing. And <laughs> I'm I'm on average 12 percent of my games. I'm I'm winning. I'm coming in first. I want to get that ratio up to like 20, 25 percent. Wow. I want to get wow. one one out of four. Um, but sometimes in a in a game where it's a battle royale, you just don't there's something that you can't see coming 
or more often than not, I jump off something that I that kills me because <laughs> fucking Final Fantasy Battle Royale, you can jump from anything, and I always forget. But in terms of Vampire Survivors, it's it's good. Good job, guys. I mean, I, I can also see why it's successful. Like I would I don't I don't mind that this is on my Steam Deck. Good job. Uh, good job. And hey, good job to all of you who sent in your thoughts. It's time for the you play of our we play you play. You're the review crew. It's the Ryu crew. All right. And these hey, were- you guys don't you guys don't mind that I do that for you. That you do that. Do all that. Is that all oh, right? That's been you. Uh, I fucking killed Ryu. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, I guess it's still Capcom IP, so probably rights-wise, you're in the clear doing it. Great. So, okay, yeah, I, I'm fine with it. Were you serious about Ryu? You huh? killed him. He's a you fighter. Him? Huh? Yeah. Well, I'm a magic merchant. Oh. I, I, well, I need just, more context I just, for this later. I've I've filled his inventory, if you know what I mean. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I kind of don't, but I don't want to know. No, I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want additional context. That's <laughs> a nightmare. Uh, uh, all right, Matt. People, people were were chiming in our Discord, among other places. Uh, just Discord. Oh, just our Discord. Okay, great. Yeah, I just hey. did Discord. And if you want to get in on that, go to our Twitter. It's pinned in our. It's our pinned tweet uh, in both Instagram and uh, Twitter. The link in our bio is a link tree where you can find all of our links. That's where the links live. That's and everything you could live. want is there. Okay? You got it? So no, yeah, don't. I always said it last week and people did sort of cheekily write to me, where's the link? Don't do that. <laughs> don't you fucking do that. <laughs> you know where to find them. Yes. And if you're coming for me, trying to get you a link, and I hate to say this, you're being a horse's ass. You don't need to do that. <laughs> so these are all sourced from our Discord. I just wow. put it there because I was like, this is kind of fun. Let's see what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, Everyone's online. I'm going to get a response. Uh, so uh, let's. here we go. This first one's from Crest Finks, and they write, I too like to walk around aimlessly for hours and having no ability to, to control when I attack. 10 out of 10, very <laughs> realistic game-to-life experience. Funny. <laughs> nice. Uh, and then uh, pie charts. Uh, this one, this one's from pie charts, and they write, "I realized I can't play this game with contacts in because I don't blink for twenty minutes." <laughs> wow, you gotta blink. <laughs> uh, An- Anthony RC six two seven writes, "Reminds me of being a kid. The excitement when you would get a five loop boon is so satisfying. Very fun. Like when yeah, one hundred percent. When you when you open one of the chests." Sometimes, sometimes it's just one, one boon. That's fine. Sometimes it's three. And you're probably, when you see a third, when you see the three, you're like, well, it's not going to get any better than this. Yes. This is it. This is where it tops out. And you'd be dead wrong if that was what you were thinking. <laughs> because sometimes it's like, here's two more. Yeah. And you're like, this is like the best. This is the best. I love this. It's um, so satisfying. And also it happens like rarely. Like it doesn't happen. It, you're not going to run into that every run. No. Yeah, not even every other run. Yeah, it's, it's like if you got it a couple of times, 
in a run, that's like a that's a lucky one. That's like pretty yeah. nice. Um, I this one's from Helix Eternal, and they write, "I wasn't expecting this game to be so addictive. I think I played it for a solid six hours the first day I played. I enjoyed the variety of upgrades. There's a lot you can do. You every run can be different. You can choose for it to be similar, right? Like you could choose to sort of like pick your pick your weapons and kind of just do what you do, but this game sort of does reward you for mixing it up a little bit. Yeah, you reach a certain, and also you, I think you just reach a certain point in terms of, okay, now I know if I get this loadout, I'm just going to win because I know how to play this and I know how, you know, I, I understand the upgrade path. What if I try to win with this instead? What if I try to upgrade these items instead? Or what if I try, like, I'm not going to pick these two things I normally pick? You know, I, I, I think you can kind of challenge yourself in those ways. And there's also, just so many achievements. I think there's 140 achievements. Yeah. So there's Oof. so many, so many incentives wow. for trying to play this different ways. Yeah, there's lots of stuff you could try to, you could try to unlock that. <laughs> try, but you're not trying any. It's just like okay, I'm gonna do this one. But you could but, do it. But you got to do it. I, I sound like a dick. I hate. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't know. It's it's, it's, it's reasonable. Sound I mean. Of my, uh, no, I get Ugh. I get what you're saying. We get we get what you're saying. We understand. It's it is it's it's the what you think of as a negative, a lot of people think of as the positive for this yeah. game, the reason to play this game. Yeah, and I That's and I thing. don't everybody can love this. I love it's good. Good yeah. job. Yeah. Like, no no hate. No hate. This how about no. but the, here's here's I got I got two here that are sort of provide a different perspective here. This one's from Craig PS and they write I usually only get motion sickness from VR games and also Fall Guys for some reason, but Vampire Survivors has joined the list. I give wow. it. I gave it up for. I give it an incomplete. Uh, I only played for a few minutes. So this person got nauseous playing this thing, which I could see. Yeah, I mean, there's so much going on. It's there's so many eye draws, and there's. I guess there's just so much motion on screen. It also probably depends on what platform you're playing on maybe even like what the refresh rate of your monitor is i could see could maybe having some impact on it being dizzying that's interesting hmm. uh, uh and then this one from not rock the entire time i played this game i just wish i was playing the binding of isaac instead it's more of an interactive screensaver than a game yeah I, I mean i think that's fair i think that's and i think that's that's a similar point to what heather was making of just like you know like a, like a, there there are plenty of roguelikes hell matt you and i played a ton of hades like they're that like Ugh. hades is a is also a roguelike um it, but it, it's it's kind of it's like a very it's like you know there's some challenge there and and you know you're also it's all you're also picking boons and you're also trying to clear out hordes of enemies but you've got to like press buttons so there's that yeah uh, and, and finally, this one uh, is from Murder Donut, which I think is Nick's burner account. They really knew what they were doing when they made a $3 sexy vampire game you can play with one hand. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thanks, Murder Donut. Uh, lots of really great stuff here. A big thread over on our Discord. If you want to read um, more of the responses, you can you can join the Discord. I'm not going to read yeah. them all. Uh, ch check that out. Check out our Discord. Check out Vampire Survivors if you haven't. You know, again, it's on PC Game Pass, and it's just it's it's under five bucks on Steam. I do want to. I do want to read one mm -hmm. more. I forgot. Oh, please. This one's from Corn Dog. 
Not enough vampires. Great point. For a game called Vampire Survivors, the vampire count is maybe zero. It might be nil. Might be nothing. <laughs> there's bats, certainly. A lot and of di- bats. And a lot of different kinds of bats, too. Yeah. So there, you could your your headcanon could be these are just uh you know these are vampires in bat form that are attacking me. Yes. Or that or that the characters, the player characters, are the 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 titular vampire survivors. These are vampires who are trying to survive in this world. That's one way you could think of it. But then vampires attacking bats? Good grief. What's going on here? What's the story? And wielding garlic as an armament. That doesn't make any sense. No, no. Yeah. But I know that they're working on the lore. I think there's lore being written for this game currently, which I'm very okay, excited great. to learn more about. Yeah. Tell me One the origin day, of Santa I was, uh, I was so upset. I gave my dog a flowers, but then he killed a bat. <laughs> <laughs> This game was programmed by a pizza chef. Hey. <laughs> the guy from the box. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> it's an icon. Uh, hey, that's this week's Get Played. You can follow us on social media at Get Played Pod. Our music and engineering are by Devin Bryant. You can follow him on Twitter at BaffleGabs. And check out our premium show, Get Animated. Heather, very, very exciting thing we're starting to watch this week. It is my pleasure to announce wow. that the premier anime podcast is covering this season's premiere anime. We are watching Chainsaw Man, one of the best shows. We're only three episodes in, two episodes on release this week. But it's one of the best shows of all time. All time. (laughs) Uh, And we're going to be, we're releasing it uh, concurrently with the show. So uh, soon... The show will come out on Tuesday and you can watch the show on Tuesday and then listen to us talk about it on Wednesday. Day after drops for Chainsaw Man on Get Animated. Go to our uh, Patreon, which is patreon.com slash get played in order to subscribe to Get Animated. Uh, this Chainsaw Man, great show on Hulu and also on Crunchyroll if you want to watch along. There we go. And that's it. Yeah. I hope you guys have a wonderful Halloween. Wow, thanks. You're mm. welcome. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy, Happy Halloween, Halloween, everybody. Uh, although you did get played. Oh. That's okay. It's like a it's like yeah, a it's trick. Fun. Can't yeah. be all treats. Gotta have some tricks in there. <laughs> you get insights like that on this show, right? <laughs> 